Johnson Show. I'm Josh Johnson, joined by my co-host, fellow stand comedian, Logan Nielsen. Logan, how you doing, buddy? I am doing well, man. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm good, man. I'm, like, so, so thankful. I'm, like, I've just been spending the whole day trying to have, like, gratitude because the weekend was rough. It was oh, like, how so? It was, like, okay. I've already... There's there's a chance that this is maybe the first time this has ever happened. There's a chance that what I'm talking about uh, in the podcast is going mm-hmm. to perfectly end up as stand-up, but it's just the same story. But I will say the podcast version of the story is going to have all the details, whereas the stand-up version, I was trying to get to the funny and then move on. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so as you know, this is the source material. We'll call yeah, it. This is, yeah. This is, this is reading the book. <laughs> this is what reading the book is like. The stand-up is seeing the movie. This is reading the book. Um. So you you know I was in Montana, um, for some shows. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. How'd those go? Um, they were good. They the actual okay. shows were great. I was shocked. Okay. At how the people in Montana were unfazed by record cold. So it was record for them. It wasn't just mm-hmm. like in in my mind, how can people live like this? It was like for them, it was the coldest it had been there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as a place that they're at all the time. Right. And they were still pretty chipper, which blew my mind, like negative 35. They are happy people up there. I will say that. They are the sweetest. We were there last year. Yeah. They are, they are the most gracious. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the guy Kaiser that brought me to do the Helena show, he pulled me aside um, on the the day of the show and brought me over to his place, and I learned a little blacksmithing. That is awesome. I I was so excited. God dude. damn! I wish I had been dude, on the road with you there. Fuck! When I tell that sounds you, awesome. Yeah, I think that we have to go back and we have to do four cities because four cities will make the entire thing like a run, which will be right, good. Yeah. And then if we're just there for a week, that would be super fun. Because, dude, first of all, that sounds rad. First of all, yeah, you get in, and uh-huh. he booked me at the budget. I think it's the budget inn because the budget inn is. On the same, on the same street as, and only a block away from the venue, and he knew it was going to be negative twenty five. So he was like, "I don't want to. I could book you somewhere nicer, and I just don't want to have you that cold. That'd be crazy if you were that cold, right?" This is a good like, booker. This is a good booker. Yeah, and I was like, "I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it so much." And so then, um, uh, I get into the budget in. And it is straight up the coziest motel I've ever been in. It is like, it is so warm inside Mm -hmm. and it has all the like bare necessities of like, you got your TV um, ahead of the bed. Like, so it's not, you know, sometimes in a motel, they'll try to fit in extra stuff to be like, we're better than other places. And then the way they position stuff is just wrong. Okay. I had a fridge. A microwave i had a tv that was on the other side within this cabinet of the microwave tv perfectly positioned from the bed right uh then i had a bunch of hangers i had more hangers than i had clothes then you go into the bathroom you go into that bathroom and everything was like everything was 
so perfectly positioned. I was really <laughs> impressed. I was like, guys, this is this is be- the setup is better than most hotels. Like this is a motel, but I'm telling you, man. Then they give you a full key, Fargo style, right? They give nice. you a full key, not this like bleep bleep. No, it doesn't work. I gotta get remagnetized. Right. They give you the key, and they tell you, hey, if you if you lose that key. <laughs> bro if you lose that key that's that's it for your stuff you we we gonna have to break in the window all right if you we have to go to the blacksmith not the locksmith we gotta get a new key made we have to go get a new blacksmith. because then if you lose your key properly lost it's like it's worth one night's stay um that, oh damn! So you okay, have to, you have That's to pay fair. a whole. Yeah, no, it's very. Yeah, I thought it was pretty reasonable, but then I locked myself out of the room. That's my guy. And so then I go back over there. Now this is at night, so mm-hmm. I I haven't been dropped off. Went ahead and got a bunch of snacks. I'm excited about the popcorn. <laughs> I'm about to pop and watch Fargo, so I can feel fully immersed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on cloud nine. I get back. Uh, Kaiser drives off, and I go to in my pocket. I'm like, no, no. No, 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 no. Okay, remember in Watchmen when Rorschach realized he had fallen for a trap and he's running around going, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So imagine that, but with snow, right? So, <laughs> so then I'm like pacing because I'm like, maybe I just dropped it. Maybe I just dropped the key and it fell out of my pocket because I was going to pull something else out of my pocket. So maybe mm-hmm. the key fell out too. So now I'm looking in the snow and I'm like... <laughs> I went from so happy to ready to cry in like three seconds because I was like, no, 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 because this place is like operated by like one person at a time. Right. Yeah. And when we showed up, we showed up way before check in and there was a sign, a written sign on the door. Once again, Fargo style. Hey, I'll be back when I'm back. I like that you're calling everything Fargo style. <laughs> so then, so then, when we got there, when we got there, sign on the on the the glass door. A, I'll be back when I'm back. Right? <laughs> it's a small love town. That. You I can find that. me. Okay. I love so, I love a good on break sign. You don't see them much anymore. You don't I see love them. A, yeah. You, only in Europe. When Sally and I were in uh mm-hmm. when uh Porto, we saw them a lot. Yeah. There's there's something about like I don't know it makes you uh I don't know brings you back to the real world a little bit so, like oh no someone someone left I gotta wait yeah yeah makes you feel human a little bit be like oh okay they're on lunch <laughs> so then uh, Kaiser took me to this place um, down the street f- across from the venue but down the street from the hotel and they had a smash burger there mm-hmm. that was proper like nice. pro- like they okay. and the meat. Mm-hmm. The meat in the burger, the beef, Montana beef, because the whole place was opened by some ranchers who were like, we we raise all of this uh, cattle, we sell all this beef, we export all of it out, and then what we end up eating is like some like anemic vegan cow from California. Mm-hmm. So let's just make let's just make sure we have a restaurant that's sourced with the beef from Montana, right? It was great. It was it was so good that I, I ate one, and then as soon as I got done, I was like, "I'm, I gotta order another one." I even asked Kaiser. I was like, "Do you think that she'll be back? Like, do you think? 
do you think she's gonna still be gone for a while and he's like yeah i mean maybe and i was like let me go ahead and get another burger for my trouble right um delicious great then they had potato wedges instead of fries and the potato wedges were fried in the uh in the fat Ooh! so these were amazing Mm. along with some barbecue sauce that was like a little it was it was a little bit sweeter than most barbecue sauces and so all in all what a meal right Mm -hmm. get back um get back over there fargo style (laughs) what a meal fargo style Get back over there. She's there now. I check in and everything. I get that key. As soon as I got that key, I knew it was on. Once I had that hard key with like the uh, with the keychain and and whatever the the Wait, number so is on the on the keychain. I don't know what you call that, but you know. The, oh, but it had had like a little keychain with like an actual like plastic little piece with the number. It had on the it? plastic chip on it. I'm That's like beautiful. Yes, yes. Authentic. So, so, so hang on though. So this was. Did you just? jump back in the story like this was i thought this was in the interim when you lost the key or got locked out of your room i went back in the story yeah because i was trying to i was trying to set up how gotcha the lady's not always there gotcha okay i thought that this was you were waiting for them to come back so you went and got burgers okay i understand no no no. i was explaining poorly yes um Yeah, I just want to take a second and just yeah. tell you you're doing a shit job of telling this. Yeah. No, I just I, I two words would have solved all of your confusion. I I went back to check in <laughs> for part of the story. I should have said sidebar check in six hours earlier. You got right, you, but I understand you got really excited about the burger. I totally get it. I mm-hmm. get why it sounded great. So then, um, so then, oof, we. We get me into my room immediately. Once again, I'm like so impressed when I walk in because it's so cold out and the room is perfectly warmed up. Like it's it's not even got those <laughs> gaps in it where you know how there are drafty spots sometimes mm-hmm. in, a, in a nice hotel. You'll get a nice hotel that's like 24 floors up. And they'll still be, if you get too close to the window, you can just feel that air coming in. Right. You know? Or you'll only catch the heat from like where the vent is and then outside yeah. of that. Like it dissipates so quickly and easily. You yeah. Know, like. So no, this place is sealed, right? This is also, by the way, for the listener, this is what like a life on the road kind of does to you because the things like that you're so enamored with are, and it's, those are the things in a hotel room. It's like, oh, this is set up nicely. It's yeah. not even about like all the nice uh, like a bunch of extra shit, like you said. It's just like, oh no, it's just set up in a way that's nice. Yeah, yeah. So like that's what you start craving at a point when you're in hotels. Oh all yeah, the time. you just want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I am. I'm. I finally get to uh, the front again, and it turns out that the the woman was not there because it's nighttime. So then I call the hotel, and I'm like, hey, I um. I lost my key. Uh, I don't think it's lost forever, but it is in the room. And then she's like, okay, well, I can't leave the office. So if you can just come to the side door over here, I can give you the like spare master, let you get in and look for the key. And then I, um, I do that, grab the spare master from her, go back to the room, open the door and looking for the key, looking for the key, can't find the key. I'm like, I'm about to pay for an extra night. And Mm. then uh, I just backed up into the into the wall looking around the room you know for where the key could be felt something turns out the key was in my back pocket the whole time right that's my guy 
then run That's back out. That's my Josh. That's my guy. I give her her, you know, master spare, go back in the room, and now I am living because I went to, what's the name of that place? It wasn't, a Safeway, yes. I, uh, Kaiser took me to a Safeway, <laughs> and I got berries, I got pomegranates, I got popcorn, mm. and so I go to town. I'm watching Fargo, and I am The new eating. season? Uh, no, I'm starting from the beginning, first season. Ooh! And so Josh, I'm over we're about here. to have a lot of Fargo conversations, because you know I'm fucking obsessed with the show Fargo, right? I didn't know you were obsessed with it. I we even talked about it. this? Bro, no, I've... I've watched seasons one through three like six times each. Like wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, deep in Fargo. I mean, and finale I, season five's on tonight. Sorry, continue. Can I tell you what's wild is I was yeah. eating the raspberries when that dude was over here going, "Oh jeez, oh jeez, oh jeez." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so excited you're watching Fargo. <laughs> so then, um, have a great night. Get a great night's sleep. I get up. I you know. Um, Kaiser texts me. I go over with him to a diner. That diner is phenomenal. They the first thing I walk up, I walk up and she's like, "Would you fellas like some hot chocolate?" And I haven't said yes that fast in a long time. <laughs> we get we get the hot chocolate. Kaiser gets hot chocolate with coffee, like it's it's the it's that mix that they do. Mm, mm. And he says it's delicious. Mine is great. I've got I've got the whipped cream mustache. I'm going to work on the <laughs> eggs and bacon. I got these hash browns right where I want them. Everything on that plate getting touched up, right? Oh, oh why'd you ruin <laughs> breakfast like that? Why you gotta And that biscuit, I hit that biscuit from the back, right? Like <laughs> Shut up. I'm ending the call now. Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna go ahead and end this call. No butter. <laughs> <laughs> hit that biscuit dry. <laughs> oh man yeah that place tapping it raw no i was ashamed of myself because i hit that biscuit <laughs> fully from the back i turned it around too <laughs> God damn it. i went to bite the biscuit and then i went psych and then whipped it around and bit the back <laughs> Just bit the ass out of that biscuit. God damn it. <laughs> Great breakfast. Uh, um, don't know. Yeah, no, wonderful breakfast. Um, Great breakfast. And, and then that story all normal. Went to went to the show. Um, this is after the blacksmithing. He showed me how to make a door hook with a curve in it. And okay. so um, I'll send you the videos. It's actually really dope because I, I was making some videos while he was explaining it. And then awesome. I was uh, and then I was doing it. So he he made a piece uh, to show me. And then I made a piece that I'd keep and take home. And uh, that was really fun. And it's and honestly, what different muscles you end up using? Like what like you, you would think just having like um, a good set of shoulders biceps and a strong forearm would be all you need but there really is a a strength to balancing all these mallets where you want them to go because like the way that mm -hmm. he was doing it was so interesting because he was kind of like flipping and spinning it while he hammered to where it was making this like really fine point then he threw it back in the forge to get the metal hot then he uh put it over the anvil 
and was tapping as he was pushing forward and made a perfect circular curl. So he also flipped it around and hit it from the back is what you're saying. Yes, but his was metal. <laughs> yes. I was working with biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Sidebar, that sounds like you, something you can say if you're... Like you can't get it up. Like, nah, I was working with biscuits. <laughs> Baby girl, I'm pushing biscuits right now. I'm pushing biscuits right now. I'm talking right out of the can. Soft. I got a real can of biscuits going here. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Yeah, it's a can of biscuits. It's soft and going to pop quick. Yeah. <laughs> I regretted saying it. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, so, so this was his forge or like, yeah, he it was took his forge. To, that's fucking rad. Yeah. So then, um, we make our, our, uh, hooks. I'm very excited about mine. And then I think right after that, we head off to the show. Yeah. Pretty much after that, we head off to the show. The show was phenomenal. Um, good friend from college came to the show, which surprised me. I had no idea she was living in Montana. Um, mm. and then we all went to that place. So that place that has the great burgers is also a bar. Also one of the most open late, like, um, uh, bars that they have. I think they close at two or something. And most so open late is a fun way to phrase that. I was going to say most, <laughs> I was going to start a whole other sentence. And then at the fork in the road, I slid to the right. <laughs> you know, like when you're about to miss your exit and you're like, I'm going to do the most dangerous thing possible. Yep. Yep. That's what I did with the words. (laughs) So then, um, yeah, we're all hanging out at the bar after the show. Um, And they have a a game that they play there called Shake-A-Day. Have you heard of this? No. Everyone had to say it to me 19 times before I understood they were... Because everyone... they don't have like thick accents or anything, but everyone was saying it so plainly because they know what it is that everyone was like, do you want to play Shake a Day? And I was like, what? Yeah. Do you want to play Shake a Day? And I was like, what is, what word are you saying? I've never heard this word before. I have to drink a Shake a Day? I have to drink a Shake a Day? Oh I my God. I am not going to be able to breathe in a month. <laughs> and so they were like, it's Shake a Day. You basically, and then my friend turns to me, she's like, it's Yahtzee. And... <laughs> There you go. I was honestly waiting for wh- how is it going to just be a game that already exists? Because it's every local game that has like a goofy name is just it's like a regular game, but it's missing one thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so. OK. So what it is, is they have a cup. Mm. They put all the dice in a cup. You shake the cup and you can drop the dice however you want. And if all of them, if you get five of a kind, you win the pot. And the pot goes up every day, every time people play because it's 50 cents to play. So in our in our bar, it was like 4.48 or no, no, 4.50 or something like that. And then in the bar across from our bar, it was like up to 20 bucks or something. Um so I guess people win fairly frequently when you really think about it. I was going to say, because it's also like, I guess in Yahtzee you can re-roll dice, but it's like, you know, I played Yahtzee and gotten five right away. So it's like, it's not super rare. Yeah, it's not it's not super rare. And the cup is substantial. So you got a lot of chances to like mix those babies up. Um, so then 
Yeah, to shake those babies. You heard me right. (laughs) (laughs) You said mix those babies up, and now you've corrected it to something worse. So then... Um, I go to I go to bed and but it's a shake a day. Do you only get, are you only allowed to do it once a day? Once that a why day. It's called sh- yeah. That's why it's called shake a day. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, said all that to say mm. that I had a fantastic time in Helena. Everybody was great. Wonderful people. Got to do cool stuff. It was amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, only one hiccup, and it was, you know, Kaiser was nice enough to give me a ride to the bus station in the morning. The bus station's only a mile away from the hotel but because uber is not readily available and Mm -hmm. a mile walk in negative 30 is like pretty brutal uh, a little guy like you you'd die what a jerk uh so (laughs) so then he offered because he lives so close to my hotel to give me a ride he gives me a ride over to the bus station and I'm, I guess I was the only one from there that was going to get on that bus because no one else is waiting anywhere. And the bus station proper, like the waiting lobby, looks, looks closed. And so we're like, okay, we'll just sit in the car, wait for the bus to come. The bus time passes by five minutes. And I'm like, maybe we should call him to see if something's up because he's like, from where they are, they sh- everything checks out like they should have left by this time, which means they'd be getting here within 10 minutes of the time that they said. I'm like, okay. He calls. They um, put him on a quick hold because he explains that the bus isn't here. And we are on hold for easily like 10 minutes. And then he turns to me and he's like, yeah, something's wrong. It doesn't take that long to say I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. And so then she comes back. She's like, hey, actually, the bus still hasn't left another city because they can't get the heater in the bus to work. Oh. And so um, we can give you a call back whenever we're on our way and we're like almost there so you can plan it so you're not just out there, right? Because the bus shelter is properly a bus-covered shelter. Like, you know, that's out on the street. Mm -hmm. And the office and the lobby look locked. So... Then uh, Kaiser just turns to me. He's like, hey, you're going to Great Falls. It's not really that far. Do you want me to just give you a ride? And I was like, bro, thank you so much. He's like, yeah, you just got to play the music and we'll go. And I was like, all right. And so I played him most of the bangers I've been listening to lately. And in an hour and 15 or so, we make it over to Great Falls. Uh, which is actually colder than Helena was. Like we're at negative, I think they said negative 35. I never looked mm. at a um, at an actual temperature because I didn't want to cry. But, <laughs> but everybody was saying negative 35. And one person said it was their, their record. Um, or they hit their record for 10 minutes or something today or something like that. And so then that hotel that that I'm staying at in Great Falls, right? So so Kaiser and I say our goodbyes. I'm now with the uh the very sweet runner that they had at Great Falls, drops me off at the hotel. I'm co-headlining with Nathan McIntosh. And um this place that they have us staying at, if you thought that the budget in in Helena was fire, <clears throat> this place right here mm-hmm. is probably first of all 
you would have loved this place. Like, that's why I'm like, we have to go back. Okay. You would have loved this place so much. You specifically, Logan M. <laughs> Nielsen, would have loved this place so much. First of all, you get in, and uh-huh. already they got the displays that are like, any anytime someone from uh, like a notable uh, publication or just a historical moment involving the hotel has happened, they got a display case for all that that's in the middle of the lobby. Right on. Okay. Perfectly in the way of everything. History. Perfect. Learn you something. To the left of the lobby, mm-hmm. we have a diner in the hotel. Oh, yeah. Come we on have now. A di- we have a diner in the hotel that was never not busy. Like a proper diner, too? Not just like no, hotel no, like food, a, like, like a diner, diner? Greasy spoon kind of diner? Like, I think if the hotel closed, the diner would stay open. Yes, Love like that. its own establishment. Love that. Yes. Then, upstairs where the rooms are, right? Mm. There's some rooms, I think, on the first floor, but upstairs where the rooms are, they got a sip and dip, okay? Let me learn you what a sip and dip is. What you know about this sip and dip? A sip and dip? Yeah. This is phenomenal. This is like, this This is worth going back for. The alone, even if we didn't do a show, we should go to Great Falls, Montana. Let's just let's just do okay. a little Montana trip, you and me. So a sip and dip is the bar, right? So you got the bar, mm. that's your sipping. Okay. Mm. The dip is that there is like a fish tank looking swimming pool behind the bar that you can look into. And they got somebody, it seems like every night, maybe it's not every night, I didn't see anybody, but I didn't look that hard because I was going to bed, but they got somebody that will swim in the background in a mermaid outfit. (laughs) What you know about this sip and dip? I I was not expecting that to be... (laughs) <laughs> sip and dip <laughs> yeah so i love that so then this place if i thought that that budget inn was great this place is phenomenal we we ate at the diner twice um and good food at the diner it was great it was great i got Ooh. the same thing both times and it was so good i got the bacon egg hash brown uh with a side of sourdough toast hell yeah and uh Everything is like, yeah, everything just happened. So it's like nothing's cold. You know what I mean? Like, you know how sometimes mm-hmm. even at a busy diner, they could be like, well, just make a bunch of eggs and just start throwing them on plates or whatever. Right. None of that. It's like, you know, all that made to order type stuff. And and then, oof, uh, show was great. Uh, great audience. But before um, the show, we get taken to the adjacent business and mm-hmm. it is uh like a like kind of a fancy bar with some really good food i got a carne asada i got you you're gonna yell at me but they were good and i and i'm fine i got lobster uh arancinis and they were delicious what's arancinis arancini is like a rice ball it's like a, oh okay yeah it's like a rice ball that's that's dipped and fried real quick oh okay um, gotcha why was i gonna yell at you because it's lobster in Montana. See, I just feel like that. I wouldn't yell at you. That's something you'd yell at me for. Lobster in Montana? 
You just don't trust fish if it's too far away from water. We have this conversation a lot. Oh, I thought, okay. Well, we've had this conversation, but I've also ordered seafood at places that were landlocked, and then you yelled at me. <laughs> didn't yell at you, but I'm usually you like didn't, this you, ain't I'm the, not saying you screamed at me. I'm just no, saying no. you were very much like, what are you doing? Be like, this ain't the place. And this then, is not the place and to then do that. after that, you were about to do it one time, and I was like, what are you doing? And you were like, what do you mean? I'm doing what you're doing all the time. <laughs> and so uh, I got the lobster. Aren't you? I got one other thing. Oh, I got polenta cakes that were okay. great. Um, then after the show, they have like a gourmet grilled cheese place that was about mm. to close right when we got done with the show and we ran over there. I got a tri-tip steak grilled cheese with a tomato soup. Mm. They weren't messing around because by the time I get to my hotel room, which this is obviously not the restaurant's fault, but it took me a little while to settle up and get everything together. And so by the time Nathan and I get back to the hotel, the top grilled cheese is still very hot. But the bottom half grilled cheese, because they cut them in halves and put one on top of each other so they'll fit in the box because it's a big piece of bread. Mm-hmm. They They have that second piece underneath the first piece was a little cold by the time I was really getting to it. But you dip it in that piping hot tomato soup, and we're on another planet. <laughs> we really are. I was watching Fargo in a warm hotel room with a tri-steak grilled cheese with the tomatoes. I was... <laughs> all I can say is God is good, all right? <laughs> So then, this is uh-huh. this is uh, this is where the trouble starts. So, oh, okay. I was man, this is because at first I was I thought the way you set it up, you're like, oh, this weekend I was being like, oh, I thought it was bad, but then these stories, I'm like, oh, maybe it was the greatest weekend he's ever had. No, this phenomenal weekend. This is where it gets rough. Okay. So, um, Helena was what Friday. Great Falls was Saturday. I got I got to uh, Helena early, so I got to be there for Thursday and for Friday, which is part of the reason why it was so dope. Um, Nathan and I are on the same itinerary, right? We're both okay. trying to get back to, to LaGuardia in New York. Nathan gotcha. lives here as well. Mm-hmm. And so we have identical flights there because we both took Delta. Um, which is actually in a way kind of lucky because United also serves Great Falls Mm -hmm. and we could have had totally separate journeys. But anyway, I'm glad I was doing this with someone because we both hit our breaking points at different times. (laughs) You know, really felt like we were the Lewis and Clark of trying to get back to New York. Um, (laughs) Not discovering anything except mishaps. Right. And okay. so so I wake up, and I should go back a little bit. The night before, we got a – I think we got a notification the night before that our flight had been delayed because we were supposed to fly out at like 6 a.m. maybe, 5, 5.30 a.m. Okay. Our flight's been delayed until – um. Eight o'clock. 
which we're okay. immediately excited about because we're like, we're going to get a full night's sleep. Mm-hmm. We're going to yeah. get, because, because you know, there the you show go. started later than we thought. We took time to eat and everything. And we were like, okay, we're about to sleep for like three hours to get to yeah. this airport on time. Because uh, once again, our wonderful, wonderful runner, um, Courtney, was going to pick us up and take us to the airport. Because once again, Uber, I think it exists there, but it's not what it is in other places. So, right, yeah. And, and it's a 10 minute trip, I think, to the airport from, from the hotel. Gotcha. Okay. So then Nathan texts me in the morning. He's like, hey, did you see that we got delayed again? Um, and I was like, oh, okay. so this morning of the flight. Morning of up. the flight, we get Announce- delayed again. Okay. And it's by maybe an hour and a half or something. And I was like, uh, yeah, I just saw it. So he's like, on the bright side, we could go down to the diner again before we leave. Because we had already eaten at the diner once. Um, but then we go down there. We have a good breakfast and everything. And I was like, okay, but this does mess up our connection in Minneapolis back to LaGuardia. So I'm going to call the um, – I'm going to call Delta Customer Service, right? <sighs> So I call Delta, and I'm trying to make sure that they can find me because I'm not getting every notification. Like, Nathan's getting all of them, and I even have the app on my phone. I'm not always getting them. So I was like, okay, let me just make sure that everything is square, right? And I don't want to make this anyone else's problem at the moment, right? Because it's early in the morning no matter where you are. Right. And so I call Delta. Delta's like, oh, yeah. I don't know why they don't always do this automatically. I think that maybe they try to... I think maybe Delta wants to see if you'll make it first before they push you to the other flight. But there's no. we already had a tight connection getting from Great Falls to Minneapolis. That that was already a short window to get on that second plane. So any delay of even 20 minutes, we're not going to make it. Right, yeah. And so I went ahead and called, and I was like, can you just put us on the next flight that makes sense? Like, I'm I'm really speaking for me, but then I was going to let him know whatever flight I was on so he could get a head, head start trying to get put on that one. Okay. So then they put us on the 110 um, out of Minneapolis into LaGuardia. I go back into the diner. We're sitting there. He gets a notification on his phone saying that uh, it's 110. Now he's like, Oh no, if we leave out of 110 here, we're not getting home tonight. Yeah. And I was like, Are you sure it's not 110 out of Minneapolis? And he looks at his phone again. He's like, Oh, you're right. I'm so glad you were here because honestly, I just saw 110 and then freaked out. Mm. I think I would have stayed here all day and just straight up missed my flights. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we eat our delicious breakfast, and then Courtney picks us up and drops us off at the um, um, hotel. Okay. Was that a Freudian slip there? Did, did Courtney piss you off? No. No. Courtney's the best. Um, so <laughs> Courtney picks us up from the hotel. Sorry, I misspoke. Picks us up from the hotel and drops us off at the airport. Okay. When Nathan and I get in the airport, there's there's we didn't see anybody. We, we didn't see <laughs> see any, any people and then we go yeah. up the stairs and we don't see anybody waiting at the tsa line then we get up to the line and a lot of the area is dark 
And then through the glass, we see like four TSA people just yucking it up at somebody's story. Like, it's like, okay. just like sort of having a day. And, and so he's like, do you think they're not going to let us in? Like, do you think we won't get in? And I was like, maybe, I mean, if, if they're here, maybe we just go. And so we get ready to walk to where the, the, um, please wait here sign is a guy walks out with a with a walkie on his shoulder and his Mm -hmm. hand already out to stop us right okay and he's like he's like hey look um i don't know what flights you're on or anything but they may not even open this place up until noon what and we're like what what do you mean and he's like he's like i'm hearing a lot of stuff about things being grounded and stuff like that like they may not even um, let us scan your boarding passes and stuff until like noon. And we're like, oh, okay. And are we, conf- cause our flight doesn't, we didn't get a notification that our flights anymore delayed. So like, right. Our flight leaves at 10 17 and it's, you know, it's nine right now. So isn't that plenty right. of time to wait and see? And he's like, yeah, let me. And then he gets, he gets something on his walkie and he's like, yeah, give me one second. Hold up. All right, y'all are good to go. And then he walks <laughs> he walks back <laughs> through the area and we never see him again. <laughs> <laughs> he's not at TSA. He's not patrolling the airport. We never see that guy again. Okay. And so then we walk up to the line and then um and then there's only one other person that's been that's been waiting like us and he he might even be on our flight actually. And so they scan um, Nathan's boarding pass and like check his ID, does all the, you know, TSA stuff. And then I'm, anytime I'm in a small town, they do take longer at their TSA than anybody I've ever seen. Like they really are thorough with their process, which means it's very slow, right? Mm -hmm. And so even though I have pre-check, I forgot to get in the pre-check line because it just doesn't matter. It's three people, (laughs) right? Right, yeah. So then the pre-check guy goes, then Nathan goes, and it's taking so long. I do, I'm not going to lie, I do start to drift and get distracted everything. And then I, and, and then I'm hearing something in the background and I'm just hearing someone go, ma'am, 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 ma'am. So then I'm looking around for like this mm-hmm. lady that he can't seem to get the attention of. And he's like, ma'am, ma'am. And I look mm-hmm. and he's making direct eye contact with me. And love that. <laughs> love this. So then I walk I was up. Hoping. So then I walk up. And I know I got braids, but like I walk up and he's like board pass miss. <laughs> <laughs> and so I handle my ID. And you're like, hey man. <laughs> I handle like, my ID. And he's like, oh. Sorry, sorry. Uh, and he says it earnestly. He's being like really sincere. Much older guy too. So I was kind of uh-huh. surprised. Much older guy by Tana. He's just like, I'm really sorry I misgendered you. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think he meant it in some like quote unquote woke way. I think maybe he just was like, as a guy, I know what I did. Yeah, no, no. My bad, bro. My bad, sir. My bad, dog. 
My bad, bruh. My bad, bruh. My bad, chief. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's really okay. He's like, yeah, I'm, my bad. He really got bummed out. And I was oh. trying to stop. I was trying to be like, hey, I'm okay. I'm okay. It's not a big deal. I'm all right. You're okay. He's crying. And he's just like, he's like, man. I'm walking away to TSA, like I'm I'm walking away to the actual line because I got the pre-check, so I got the little thing. Because in a small uh, airport, they give you a little thing that says this person doesn't have to take off their shoes. That's all it really does. Mm-hmm. And so he hands it to me, and as I'm walking away, I just hear him under his breath go, "Damn it!" So the, that's like weirdly so wholesome. That's it is like, actually that, pretty wholesome. That's so wholesome. Honestly, it really is. Like I was, he, he misgendered you and he just, he feels so bad about the social faux pas. It's really. Uh, and so, so then. <laughs> damn it. So then I get through security and Nathan and I get to our gate and it's, it's delayed again, but this time we didn't get a notification, right? Okay. And it's only delayed by 30 minutes. But we are like, uh oh. <laughs> this is how yeah. it starts. We're gonna live here now, right? This is how this is how you move to Montana. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it happens. And so we we had some great conversation though, just killing time and everything. And we're mm-hmm. not even like really upset yet or anything, because nothing nothing has really happened. We were just like, I told him, I was like, I got this show in New York tomorrow night like i have to get back you know i I, this whole day is a buffer to get me to get back yeah you know and so then because that was the album recording right yeah Yeah, so you really you really have to be back and it's sold out (laughs) oh just a different guy goes up for the special album recording so then so then um you know, we're we're killing time, having conversations, stuff like that. And then I happened to remember that I hadn't got a magnet yet. But what we like to do is every city that we go mm-hmm. to, we get a magnet from that place put on the fridge. So I hadn't mm-hmm. got a Montana magnet yet. And I forgot to get one in Helena. And so I go over to their gift shop. I pick out a dope magnet. Okay. All right. And then as I'm checking out, I see this, this, uh, this little candy dish, and in the candy dish are uh, these these uh, lollipops, and it says uh, authentic Huckleberry Pop. And so I was like, "What the hell is Huckleberry?" And I think I even I'll said that I didn't. Pop. I didn't mean to say it like that, but even to <laughs> to the casual, I was like, "The hell is Huckleberry?" And then. <laughs> And they were like, hey, relax, guy. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. You're causing a scene. <laughs> so then so then I was in there and I wasn't I wasn't I was saying it out loud to myself kind of. I wasn't really talking to her, but I was uh-huh. like, the hell is Huckleberry? And then she looks up, pops up, big smile on her face, she's like, it's our state berry. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'll take three. <laughs> and so I buy. This is the most wholesome airport I've ever heard of. These really are some of the best people. <laughs> some um, sweet people at this airport. So then then I get three. I get one for me, one for Nathan, and one for Sally, right? 
Okay. And so I was like, uh, here, here you go, Huckleberry. I just learned what it is. It's the state berry. Mm-hmm. And she said it's going to taste a little bit of a mix between blackberry and blueberry. And so... I was I was like let's uh let's just get on our flights maybe we can have them when we're finally on the flight to New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so while I was over there buying stuff, I did see a pilot. So I already walked back over to Nathan with good news. I'm like, hey, I think we're about to go because I saw a pilot. <laughs> Someone who knows how to fly a plane is in this building. Uh, the pilot looking has us- landed. Okay. <laughs> And so, so then, sure enough, we actually do get on that flight. Like, it didn't get uh, delayed again past 1055. So we're like, okay, we should be good. I almost called Delta again because it's really annoying. When you have a connection like that, they don't – I don't know when they automatically rebook you to the next flight when you have a connection, mm-hmm. but they don't do it when it would make sense because it's like – by this flight being delayed to 1055, we're still going to miss our, our, our connecting flight because we, right, yeah. we had a 25-minute window as it was, and we've mm-hmm. been delayed 30 minutes, and that's if we take off right away. They had yeah. to de-ice the plane twice, so mm-hmm. then we didn't take off until easily maybe 1130 or something. So I wish that when they update one, they would just update the rest of them. Right, yeah. So... We land in Minneapolis, and we're like, it's only, what? It's only like 2 o'clock. Our troubles are over. We have, we have you know, even if we get delayed, we have all day and all mm-hmm. night to get home. We're in it now. Right. So then we run because I get a text from Amanda when I land, when I'm off airplane mode again, that she's like, you are are landing at C20 and your (laughs) next flight is at C2. So you're going to have to run. And so I text Nathan, I'm like, Hey, we're gonna have to run because it's still within C, but it's on the other end. Yeah. And so we book it and Nathan's ahead of me in the plane so he runs out immediately and he's like as soon as i start running to the gate my whole plan was to just get there and stall to give you some time because i'm doing (laughs) i'm at the back of the plane and people are so sweet from montana that they are taking their sweet time getting off they're not doing this Mm -hmm. get my get out of my way type thing people are letting other people go (laughs) yeah yeah it's just exhausting if you really do have to get somewhere (laughs) <laughs> do you know what I mean it's, it's one of those oh, yeah. things that's like it's the best uh, side of humanity but I don't want to see it when I'm in a hurry it's it's yeah it's rough that's the, it's the hard part of you know I guess in Montana that, that could still be considered Midwest nice but it is still kind of like sometimes like hey I just I want to just do this this transaction and get the fuck out of here I'm sitting down and I'm <laughs> hearing I'm hearing no you go no you go <laughs> Which a plane from anywhere else is just people sprinting past each other, trying not to look two feet too. Like it's not even a sprint. They just can't even wait. People dragging a roller bag over a baby's head anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So anyway, I'm running and I'm booking it. I'm checking my uh, I'm checking my phone every now and again because I'm making good time, but I'm still gonna get there one minute before boarding stops. So I run up 
and Nathan's already there. And, and, uh, I show my boarding pass and they're like, you're not on this flight. And I was like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're not on this flight. And they were also telling Nathan he wasn't on the flight. And so we're like, how is that possible? We, we, and they were like, you didn't check in. And we were like, yeah, but y'all have been, y'all have been putting us, our connection on different flights yeah. all day. So when we have t- had had time to check in, we didn't even know that we were on this one. Like it's only from Amanda's text. I knew where I was going mm-hmm. when I landed. So then it turns out that there was a mistake in the system and the system put both of us on two flights. And when they put you on two flights, you can't get on any flights because you might be a terrorist. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So then they, they're like, okay, you are on this flight. We found you, but we have, I cannot remember the exact terminology. I'm sure somebody listening can correct me on it. Mm-hmm. But she said, she was like, um, we are at, weight barrier capacity or something she she was like we're at we're at um weight overload or something like yeah. that and i was like what does that mean and now i'm not even concerned about the flight i'm like what 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 does, what does that mean right and um and she's like it means we're gonna need two maybe four people to get off the flight <laughs> and this is this is after she, she's like you're on this flight and so we're like oh okay i mean and if, even in my head, even if we don't make it on this flight right now, I was I, w- I was like, everyone's already boarded, by the way. We're the last mm-hmm. two at the gate. Everyone's already boarded. So then I was like, okay, you're at capacity overload before we get on. The- so do they know on the plane? Right. Do they, do they know that they need to do some sweating or something before y'all take <laughs> off? Well, because it's like, and again, I know I've already, I already made a you're a little guy joke this episode. I'm not mean to do that this time, but if for you two to get on, I don't know, I don't know quite how sure Big Nathan is, but like, if you two getting on means maybe four people has to get off, this plane is already in trouble. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, so this then, is already yes. So then I was like, look, I don't, I'm not a scientist, but I do know I weigh, <laughs> I do know I weigh extra. So whatever, whatever's too much, you put me on there is going to be more. Right. I know I'm not saying any numbers, but that's just math. Okay. I at least weigh extra. Sure. And so then (laughs) there's a father and a son that are, Mm. that are way too close to us. Like, like way too close. When I tell you both of us are at the gate, like right in front of the gate agent. Mm -hmm. And the, the, to be fair, the son is fine. The son really is like, uh, over where the seats are, but next to the gate, and the dad is standing <laughs> like between Nathan and the gate agent. So it, if if you're Nathan, I'm the gate agent. This dude is here. Okay. No one is talking to him. No one is talking to him. He is simply not on this flight, but he's trying to get on, right? Okay. So then, this dude he sees us and sees that we might not be on the flight. And keeps trying to like sort of finagle his thing of like, hey, um, about us, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not only annoying, but it's weird because it's like, 
you're either on it or you're not. You were already here when we got here. I thought they were just sitting there, right? Nah, but we weigh even less than these guys, so I feel like we can. Yeah, then. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a little guy, so I feel like I should be able to. And this is harrowing. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely messing up the order with that some of this stuff happened, but this is like too much. Then this man goes, because uh, then we might not be on, we're supposed to be on the flight, but they may need to take us off the flight. So they're trying okay. to figure out from Tower if they can allow more people on the flight or if they have to take other people off the flight. Separate issue, they may have to deplane the entire flight because they will have people sitting there so long delayed that they're like, it makes more sense to deplane everybody is what Tower is saying. But then the gate agent is arguing with them being like, why would I deplane everybody if you're saying if you're saying you're gonna leave in one more hour? That's as long as it's gonna take to take everybody off the plane and put them back on the plane again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's if people still want to go. Some people might be like, "I'm gonna do my own thing," right? Right. Yeah. So that's two separate arguments that that the gate agent is having with the tower. I'm over here still trying to chime in every now and again, anytime she's not on the phone or anytime the other gate agent will look at me and be like, uh -huh. what does weight overload like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're still hung up. On I'm like, guys, you made it sound like the plane will not take off. Right. So what does that mean? <laughs> Tell me what the words you're saying mean. So then, then the guy, the dad, right? The dad mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. looking over at Nathan and us. And he's like, well, if y'all don't make it. Because then Nathan's like, look, if we do get delayed, the Buffalo Wild Wings is right there and they have a great burger, right? Like he's still go. optimistic. We're, we're still, we're still joking that. around everything. And then that guy, the dad, hears that and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, maybe if, uh, maybe if y'all don't get on, we can all get a drink and, and, uh, looks over at the kid and, and toast grandma. Oh. And then Nathan looks over at me and he's like, what the hell? <laughs> what, what? What what's happening? So then the gate agent is like, "Hey, all right, can I put y'all on the next flight? I can put y'all on the seven o'clock, mm -hmm. and give you five hundred dollars each, right?" Hey. And so both Nathan and I were like, "Hey, look, you already saying stuff about this plane being hev heavy set and stuff like <laughs> <laughs> this plane being big boned." <laughs> yeah, you talk about this plane. <laughs> Not really having enough wings as much as it does body and stuff. So you talk about this thick plane. I'm yeah. <laughs> so if that's the case, then maybe yeah, maybe we just take that before we can accept it. She picks up the phone again. Tower calls her again. She picks up the phone. We're trying to accept it. The other gay agent won't let us talk because I don't know if there's some unspoken rule where if they say yes, you have to give it to them or something. But we're like, I think it is. No, we'll I think take it's literally. It. Yeah. And Nathan keeps trying to say no, we'll take it. And that dude said everything but la 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 la. Like that dude yeah. kept trying to shut us up because because <laughs> we were like, no, I'm just saying we'll take. And he's like, he's like, no, let's just see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's hey hey hey, let's see. Look, hey, let, let's see. Let's yeah. see. Right. So that's absolutely what he's trying to do. Is trying to we can't if we don't vocally confirm it. <laughs> so then she hangs up the phone. She's like, y'all are good to go. And I'm like, are we? <laughs> Because I don't know who left. I don't know. From what you're telling me, the, the, the father and son aren't getting on at all. You're telling me mm -hmm. that we're on. 
but you're also telling me no one has got off the plane. So the plane right. is still too heavy. So then yeah. they scan our new boarding passes. They give us our seats. We both have middle seats because we're so late. Right. Then, then as I'm like scanning my boarding pass next to the other gate agent, this dude leans over me and goes, don't say nothing about the deplaning. Oh. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't work here. Like, we can't have secrets. <laughs> you just threatened me, sir? <laughs> this dude got all the energy. No snitching. All hey, right. We're letting you on. Now you keep that fucking mouth shut. <laughs> you want to get to New York. You, you're going to keep that shit to yourself. So then, so then we both get our middle seats, right? <laughs> I get a middle seat. The this and oh this was this was this was rough. So we get we get on the plane and one of the flight attendants is like um confused to even see us. <laughs> one of the flight attendants, she says, she she doesn't say what are you doing here, but she got eyes like, who what? And then the other this one This plane's already too heavy. This plane is already <laughs> big. Can you feel? How sweaty it is in here. This play got a fat old ass. All right. <laughs> so then the other fly attendant uh, is is like actually jolly and joking with us and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then from um, Montana. And then we're like, hey, about our bags. And one fly attendant was like, we're gonna need somebody to tag them. They're not gonna fit. There's literally no room. There's literally right. no room. And then the other fly attendant, I was like. Because we're because we're delayed anyway, do you mind if we at least try? Because in my mind, it's like, look, I've been on so many flights where they told people they were full early because they were guessing. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you actually sit down and look after they've tagged your bag, you're like, my bag could have fit there, could have fit there, could have fit there. Oh, yeah. So then I was like, do you mind if we try? And one flight attendant was like, yes, but on one condition – and I was like, what's that? And she's like, you have to tell me a joke because I know who you are. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I, I told, I said, oh, no, in the moment because I was like, oh, no. I've always been oh. worried about this happening. And I, I already know I'm not going to be funny. Like, I, uh, I can tell. You just go ahead and burn my bag. <laughs> because I'm <laughs> not going to be. stay here. I'm, is, whatever I say is not going to be great. And she's like, right. I'm just joking. And then uh, lets us go try. We immediately find a place for our bags that fit without disrupting anyone else's really, which I was so thankful mm-hmm. for. Um, I sit down in my middle seat. Lady uh, that is in the aisle gets up. I sit down. I put my backpack under the seat, and I hear, <laughs> and under her seat is a dog that already hates me. Like, Love that. Is a yes. dog that's like, I thought I was going to have leg room. <laughs> This dog is pissed that I'm there. Like this dog is it in a carrier at least, or mm-hmm. is it okay? Good. Isn't it? I didn't almost kill the dog. No, no, it's in a carrier. But when I you never know, I'm always surprised when I see a loose dog in an airport because it just happens sometimes. When I push my bag underneath, the dog definitely. If it had been a bigger dog, it would have got me. But it definitely went for my finger. Love that. <laughs> so then uh, she's like, "I'm so sorry." I'm like, "Hey, I got a dog at home. I get it. It's all good." You know. Right. And so I'm settling in. 
I'm pulling up my movie on Netflix on my phone. I've already got my Sony XM4s over my head. And I look up and the gate agent is standing over me. And she's like, do you mind taking that deal I mentioned before? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, just me? And then she goes, no, I'm about to ask your friend. And Nathan had already locked eyes on her when she said that. She turns to Nathan and she's like, hey, look, do you mind taking the deal that we talked about before? I can put you on the seven and I can I can do 600. And uh, and then Nathan's like, what do you think? I was like, let's do it, man. And then uh, and then we get off the plane and she had said something about making an announcement, right? And so then we're getting off the plane, and as we're walking with the gate agent forward, right, I keep waiting to hear the sort of announcement, and it never Mm -hmm. happens. And so then when we get off the plane, I turn to the gate agent, I'm like, hey, I thought you were going to tell them. Is anybody going to tell them we're not crazy? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Because I thought you were going to make an announcement that, like, we weren't crazy and she was what like she was like no i was gonna make an announcement if y'all didn't take it that she'd have to take two people off and i was like even even so though shouldn't you let them know that we just took a bullet for everybody so that plane that's already doomed can yeah. can fly i want around of applause at least i want <laughs> so then so so then we're, we're what the fuck we're, that's so wild we're walking back up the jet bridge we walk back out the gate and then I pass that dude again. And he's like, you didn't say nothing about the deep plane, and did you? <laughs> <laughs> like, truly also prison shit. I was raising a drink to my mouth, and I'm glad I didn't make it there yet, because I would have spit that whole ass over my computer. And so so then they put us on the next flight. We're, like, low-key excited. But it takes a you second. Didn't say nothing about the plane. <laughs> You didn't God say damn. that about the plane, and did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking <laughs> gate enforcer. And then, but this is my thing too. This is also what really bothered me, right? Is that if you are on that flight, you've been delayed already. If you're on that uh-huh. flight, you've been sitting on the plane at the jet bridge yeah. for 50 minutes. Yeah. And then two guys get on way after boarding ends. Yeah. And then five minutes later, they get off. Two guys get on. One seems to kick a dog. (laughs) And both of us are just out. So from the perspective of the people in the back, it must have looked like we tried to sneak on or something. I don't know. And then it was funny, too, because I was I was laying that out for Nathan. And he was like, oh, actually, you know what? This does kind of make sense now because when he sat down for his middle seat, there was a point where he was getting all his stuff situated and his his jacket sleeve was on the guy in the aisle. It was like on mm-hmm. him, like I guess on his lap or something as Nathan was like putting his backpack under the seat and stuff. And he was like, uh, no, no, he was trying to put something under the seat. And the guy in the aisle was like, do you mind? And Nathan was like ready. He was he was like ready to go off on that dude immediately because he's like, I yeah. just got on the plane. Yeah. But then I I was like, dude, from his perspective, they've been waiting on us <laughs> for fifty oh, yeah. minutes, <laughs> and then you put your sleeve in his lap, like hold this peasant. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I've I've done the like getting on after they already closed the door and then let me in. And it's like you get on you get on two stairs. Yes, yes. And so so then even when we were getting off the flight, the woman that was next to Nathan is like, uh, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Because all she saw was the gate agent, who everyone thinks they're never going to see again, get yeah. on the plane and whisper to me and whisper to Nathan. Yeah. And then we get off. So it's like, did did she tell us some important information that made us get off? Or like, and then Nathan just goes, you got a middle seat <laughs> and, gets, and gets off, right? They, I'm still so baffled why they let you on. Just to take you right off. We truly don't know. I think they let us on because they have been going back and forth with Tower over those two things, over deplaying the whole plane and if they were actually right. over the weight limit. And then I think that Tower at some point was like, no, you're not over the weight limit and don't deplane anyone. Then they were mm -hmm. like, actually, my bad. You are over the weight limit. Take two people off. Because they actually needed to take four people off, but two people were uh, connecting from flights that were so late they didn't need to worry about them. So they literally just needed us. So the other reason that we got oh. off was because out of everyone on the flight, not only were we the latest, like it'd be fair to take us off, mm -hmm. but we were like, I don't want to do that to another person of like, some of these people are definitely connecting and they've already oh, been sure. on the plane for 50 minutes and they may have, they may have had their bag tagged. And if we say yeah. no, Two people just have to randomly have their day ruined. You know what I mean? Like, well, and and you know, and they've already offered you the deal. Plus, you have secrets that they want to keep, so they got to get you off that plane so you don't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. They got to keep you quiet with the hush money. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that they've upped. This, <laughs> we get back, and it's taking a while for our coupon confirmations to go through, like our six hundred dollar okay. whatever. And so then. Um, the guy keeps trying to send it to us and it's not it's not transferring. The guy and his son are still there. And I don't know if the guy is trying to guilt the agents or if he's just being awkward or if he's trying to chum up to us. Or I don't know mm -hmm. what his motives are. But this dude is straight up like at one point no one's talking to him. And he says something about like, oh, is there some jump seat? Like ask some jump seat question to one of the gate agents who's not. Like with us at the moment, jump seat, jump seat. I don't fully understand what the term is, but basically, I think, I think jump seat is when a pilot is sitting on the plane. Okay. Uh. Anyway, I can look it up, but no, yeah, I know you're good. I just, I, I wasn't quite sure. But ba I'm not sure either. But basically, he keeps trying to make conversation with the gate agents, just completely trying to like butt in nonstop. And maybe he thinks he can ingratiate himself. I don't. I don't know what the plan is. But now they've actually closed the door. Like he, like Nathan and right. I aren't getting back on the plane. So there's no way you're getting on the plane. There's no way you're right. getting on the plane. And they were never on that flight. They were just trying to. I think they were on some standby thing. Personally, what I think was happening, I think that they have a family member that works at Delta, and I think that they were trying to fly for free. Maybe I don't know. That's the grandma they were toasting. Maybe she. So then. <laughs> This dude she works for Delta. We're, let's give thanks. This dude loudly, loudly goes, uh, well, it's not like she can get more dead. Oh. And then Nathan is like, hey, I got it. We got to figure something out. We either got to get away from this gate or. <laughs> yeah. 
And he had already so said it those once. guys wanted to hang out with you at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah, because then they want you to toast to Grandma with them. Because then Nathan was like, was like, look, we either got to get on the plane or we got to get out of this gate because I can't take that guy right now. I cannot take that yeah. guy right now. And so then we get our vouchers. We see the two people who already missed the flight who also needed to be off the flight. And I felt right. bad for them because one guy was delayed four hours. Jeez. And anyway, so then we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Turns out they do have a great burger. Hey. And uh, then we just walk around the airport killing time and everything. Right. We get to our gate at 6, six something, our 720 flight. And we see that it's been pushed back to 947. And so we're okay. like, we're like, uh-oh. That's, yeah. that's not great. But that's not great. it's one flight. We're in Minneapolis. We are a two-hour trip from New York. We're still good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We get uh we get some, I think, some more food, or it does start to look bleaker because now we're like, okay, should we eat one more time before everything is closed? Right. Because now 947 is going to take us. I mean, that means boarding at 910 or whatever, but it's still going to take us to when some stuff starts closing. Right. So then every every last place that we that we check is just starting to be out of stuff. Like we go to a smoothie place because I was like, I'm not hungry, but I should eat something. How about a smoothie? And Nathan's like, oh, a smoothie. Yes. I'd love a smoothie. We go over to the smoothie place because Nathan has been dealing with this exact situation before the Great Falls show. So to get to the Great Falls show, he got stuck in the Minneapolis airport and had to sleep there overnight and then get to Great Falls. Oh, so he just did Great Falls. He just did Great Falls with me. Yeah, we were co-headlining that one. Man, that's a lot of... That's a lot of traveling. That's a lot of stuck in the airport for a one night. Yeah. (laughs) Then... Uh, he's because he knows where everything is because he's already been at this airport for way too long. He takes mm-hmm. me over to the smoothie place and uh, we get ready to order. And the guy's like, we're out of a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, well, what do you what do you have? Uh, do you have like an a st- enough for an avocado smoothie? Like I'm just going through the list and he just keeps saying right. no. And finally, my man is like, look, I can make you. Some banana and milk. (laughs) I got bananas and I got milk. It ain't even going to be a smoothie. It's just banana. He's like, look, I can mush up this banana with the milk I got. That's all I could do. The truck didn't come. Or I can pour a glass of milk and just set a banana in it. I, I could punch you in the face with a glass, or I could yeah. pour you this milk with some mushed up banana in it. Oh, boy. And so we walk away from there. Turns out there's like a Camden Foods or something that's open. That's the last thing open in the airport, and it happens okay. to be next to our gate. So I'm okay. I'm so thankful. I'm like, okay, so basically that's that's where the money is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, If all else fails, they have food, they have snacks, and they have empanadas. So I get a beef empanada. It's delicious. It's actually really, really good. It's incredibly good. Not even just because I'm a little hungry. It's like flavorful, got spices in it. We look our, at our gate again. It's been pushed to 1048. And we're like, okay, okay I know this game. It's going to get pushed two more times and it's not going to leave because at 
like 1205 or whatever, it knocks a lot of people into overtime and airlines don't want to pay that. So they will just be like, it's cheaper to leave y'all here than it is to try to like make this flight work and give overtime right. to all these people. So it's at 1048. We're like, do you think it'll leave? Do you think it'll leave? I'm like, I think it'll leave. I think we're good. And so I go to Camden Foods again. These sweet, sweet ladies, I, because I'm like one of the last customers and I'm getting another beef empanada for the road, they're like, do you just want the rest of them? I was like, I would love. And she's like, yeah, no charge. We're going to, I hate to throw them away. Do you want the rest hey, of there them? There you go. And I was like, yes, spinach and cheese, chicken, beef. Another one I don't remember. Yes, all of it. And so then I bring yes. that back over to Nathan. He has the chicken. I have the beef. I got the spinach and cheese left over. We get on the flight, and we are so excited. We're like, dude, we did it. We did it. We kept cool heads. We kept good attitudes. We're, we're killing it, right? Fargo style. Fargo <laughs> style, right? We kept it polite <laughs> with everybody. And then... Um, and then... <laughs> We're on the flight. I'm feeling so good. I'm feeling myself so much that I break open my Huckleberry Pop. Shit. And we're we're living sitting on the plane for like 40 minutes. Love it. And I'm like, uh-oh. Are there going to be two guys that get brought <laughs> on the plane <laughs> and sit in these middle seats and they get taken off the plane? So anyway, we back up getting ready to go we back up i'm like oh yeah baby we, and we don't mm -hmm. even have to de-ice because now it's warmer in minneapolis than it was in great falls so i think it, it hit go. like a slight high for them i don't even think we have to de-ice we back up a little bit more all the lights go out yeah and then the pilot comes on the intercom and it's like somebody unplugged the plane but what I didn't, I didn't even know that could happen. Yeah. We are backing up from the jet bridge. Something yanked, which is why all the lights went out. Because the lights didn't just go down as in the cabin lights. Oh, the TVs I thought you went meant off. They... The TVs went off. Every, everything just went dark. The air conditioning stopped. Somebody unplugged oh. the plane. <laughs> then he's like, what? he's like, um, yeah, this sort of thing happens sometimes, and it looks like whenever they pulled it, it broke. He's not doing a great job explaining whatever this is, but he's like, whenever they pulled it, it broke, so now it's a whole mechanical issue. And honestly, um, it, it doesn't look like it would be safe to fly, so we're going to have to deplane everybody and have you stay in Minneapolis for the night. God damn. And so everybody groaning, everybody like, and it sounds, so So I immediately call Delta customer service, immediately. Everyone right. else has the same idea, so now it sounds like Wall Street in the plane. Because, <laughs> because now we're all panicking, and we're all, we're all over here like, like, no, representative, representative, representative. Representative. Other people's yeses and nos are getting caught up in my phone. So oh, then fuck. people are saying their number and it's getting caught in other phones. So other people are like, will you cut like will you will you lower your voice? Like all this stuff, right? And so I don't get through. I get a I, I get that menu that's like, would you like a call back? And so uh -huh. I'm like, okay, 
I'll, I'll, I'll take the call back. I get off the phone. Everybody's still going, 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 going. I look over at Nathan because Nathan actually is sitting pretty close to me. I look over at Nathan and he's like, how? Like what? Oh, my God. Because he's about to sleep in the airport again. Right. And so luckily I had him with me because we deplane. Mm-hmm. And uh, he even looks over at me. He's like, you think that six is still worth it? <laughs> And so, so then uh, he shows me the ropes of sleeping in the Minneapolis airport. There you go. <laughs> he takes me, okay. takes me to his secret spot, which I won't disclose. Um, and it's an actual decent cushion because the couches got taken immediately. The, the way that mm-hmm. this airport turned into a, a dystopia because they gave a, a meal voucher and a hotel credit. But then where are you going to stay? You know what I mean? Right. So we were like, let's just stay in the airport. We At most, you're going to get four hours of sleep in a hotel. Yeah. It's not worth mm-hmm. it. Right. And then if the voucher isn't enough, you have to pay. So they only give you enough to cover most. They don't give you enough to cover whatever hotel, you know? Right, yeah. So then, yeah, we sleep in the airport. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, next day we get to we get to the we think we're sleeping next to the gate. We get to the gate and it says Atlanta and we're like there's no way we're in a fever dream, right? <laughs> Cuz this is where they told us to go and this is where we are. I don't see anybody else from our flight. Maybe the flight was mm-hmm. a ghost the whole time. And so then we run over to where the the board of departure says New York. And on the way there, the person at that gate is like, um, this is a call to all customers, whatever. Please ignore board, blah, blah, blah. I can't change it. So we're like, what does that mean? And so we get That's wild. We get over there and she's like, because um, then I forgot to mention, even though I was on that flight that we got asked to get off of, I still had a seat request. The whole day I've had a seat request instead of a flight, even though it says confirmed on my seat request. Mm-hmm. When they were like, we'll reprint your tickets, they reprinted me a seat request. So then even in the morning, I had to get to the gate early to make sure I got my seat so that, you know, I actually had a boarding pass to board with. So that's why we were trying to find the gate so hard. And we we get to our New York gate and they're like, oh, we're a different flight that leaves at the same time. And we're like, then where is our flight? And the lady says, I don't, I don't know, like F6. I think she made it up. She just picked a number. So then we run over to F6. That is also not going to New York. So we're like, there has to be a flight from New York leaving. And they won't make an announcement about it. So then we finally get over to the gate, the right gate, where we see the families, <laughs> the poor families that have that have also been struggling all night. There was a, there was a woman that had four kids with her. Mm. I can't even imagine. Um. So anyway, I get up there, get my get my actual seat and everything, get on the flight, fall asleep for most of it because I'm just dog tired because I'm just hurt. Um. There's 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 more of the story, but I'm gonna wrap up and. <laughs> And because uh, I, I, I mean, really, if, if there's a lot, if there's a lot more of the story. We can make it a two parter. No, no, it's it's okay. Because I, I just really hurt my hip <laughs> sleeping the night before. Oh, 
<laughs> Josh, for a second, I thought just now. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I also forgot to mention. I really, uh, if 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 this wouldn't have been a pain to edit, I'd have you correct my storytelling mistake. But I forgot to mention that when the flight got unplugged and everybody was complaining and everybody was fighting over there, we hear behind us, almost right behind us, the dad from before to his son go, look. We said our goodbyes. There's nothing else we can what do. What the hell? So that, so that dude, it turns out that that flight leaving last night, that last flight was, a, that flight was literally just a packaged deal of everyone who had already missed their flights. I don't think there was anybody on that oh. flight that was just going to uh, New York for the hell of it. I think that... This whole flight was a flight of misconnections. Well, first, I, I was hoping when you guys were saying that two people are going to get added to the middle seats, I was hoping it was going to be them. But they were already on the they flight. They were already on the behind flight. Behind you. And then they, I, I don't know if they slept in the airport or not. But then. So they must have been going to a funeral? They were missing a funeral, I guess? I think they were going to a funeral, yeah. That's what it sounds like, but they. Yeah. The dude also said a lot I haven't repeated because it's like. At a certain point, you got, you got to make the... No, it's not even two parts. I mean, he offered it up. I'm just saying, right. no, like, no, at a certain point, you have to make decisions about what is interesting in a story. <laughs> <laughs> and him just dropping sad grandma facts after a while is more of a bummer than it is an addition. <laughs> uh, that is just a funny background character to, have to keep popping up. <laughs> and it's- Dude. Just the most, the lamest justifications of just like she already did. Dude, and the son is saying nothing the whole time. I'm sure the son yeah. is like pretty embarrassed by everything that's happening. Oh. And so, yeah, I, I fall asleep hard on the plane. I fell asleep so hard that I woke up and I, I actually had a pain in my neck because I fell asleep so hard my chin went into my chest. <laughs> You do you fall asleep that way, dude? Kind of flopped over. I slept at a right angle, like (laughs) (laughs) it was brutal. And so then uh, we land, and as as we're all getting off, I hear right in front of me, dude, right in front of me, directly in front of me. Well, let's go see her. We made it. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty rough. Yeah. It's especially great with all that, that you just constantly had the knowledge of death around you. Dude. That's good to have. Dude, <laughs> this was so rough. I was so annoyed. Um, what a, what a time. And honestly, like, like I said, if you saw the stand-up version, you got the details that you didn't get in this story. Because I just, yeah, I ran out of time. That you didn't get? or Yeah, yeah. There's I'd say, other, I'd say there's, stand up, yeah. There's you, other things. You didn't get these details. Yeah, but now there are some details missing that are in the stand up that aren't in here. But I, I do have to go, so there's no time. <laughs> this is We're slowly turning this into like a content scam. Like, listen, you got to download both. <laughs> if you want the full story, it's like one sentence extra. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man yeah no that uh that was a journey 
into into darkness. Yeah, that I was. A, I said all that to say that when we do our Montana run, we're gonna drive. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> you're so hoping you're gonna fly to me first, and then we can. Yeah, I think we are gonna. I think we should fly to you. And then, yeah, I mean, if at most we take a plane from Minneapolis to Great Falls and then do our run that way. But like, yeah, we got to drive. This is. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Last oh. thing. Last thing. OK. OK. Hours later, hours, yeah. hours, hours after it should have left, I get a call from the bus. And they're like, we're not coming. <laughs> I like the idea just now how you've told it that they called you when you got back to New York. <laughs> that you get a call from the Montana bus, be like, we're not going to make it. Man. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to The Josh Johnson Show. We had a great time recording. I hope you had a great time listening. If you are looking to catch up with us on any of the socials, you can find me at Josh Johnson Comedy on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We're going to be posting small clips and full episodes of the show. And if you are looking for Logan... You can follow me on Instagram at Logan M. Nielsen. And if uh, we didn't do our mailbag this time, but if you want to send us a message, you can email us joshjohnsonshow at gmail.com. Uh, you can also join our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash joshjohnsonshow, where we have bonus podcasts and videos, stuff like that. Maybe even more details to this story. So then we have three. So you have both this, the stand-up version, and then something on Patreon. There, there's going to be, you have to put all the pieces together to have the full, <laughs> <laughs> the full Montana to New York story. Um, but also, uh, speaking of being on the road, we're going to be on the road coming up. We've got a j- bunch of dates coming up. I know we're going to be in Vermont together in a couple weeks. I think you have something right before that, or San Francisco right before that, but that's already sold out, right? Yeah, San Francisco is sold out. And um, then West Nyack, West Nyack is going to be early February. All tickets and all wait lists mm-hmm. can be found at joshonsoncomedy.com that we also have links to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be on a lot of those, too. So uh, as th- we're going to be adding more to the year as we go. So, um, well, uh, travel safe wherever you're going next, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's to Grandma. <laughs> <laughs>